Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. You know, it sometimes can feel like we've lost our place when we are going through shifts and changes. It really can feel like we're floating, like we're, we're, we're just not going to see solid ground again anytime soon. But during those times when our lives are changing, we may feel out of tune and out of rhythm and even out of balance, out of step. That's a kind of an old expression, but yes, I feel out of step to the world around me. My, my dad used to use that expression. In the new consciousness that we're dealing with in this world, we are more open-minded and there's a, a much more recognizable way of looking at things that if old feelings are surfacing, that also means that we could we can clear them. Probably not things people talked about a hundred years ago, but it's definitely, you know, where the human consciousness is going now. And, and I love that. I truly love that about the time and age that we're li- living in. Um, if we can clear some of those old feelings or things as, as they're surfacing, then we can learn something new and move forward. My husband and I have a deal. If I want to buy a new piece of clothing, unless it's something specific that is worn out or I need for like a function event, you know, something specific, I have to let go of something else. Actually, it's not just clothing. It's pretty much anything in our house, kitchen items, whatever. It's not even shopping because I loathe shopping. It's when friends give me stuff or they're like, hey, Shelly, do you want this? And my husband's like, quit offering my wife things. It's like, oh, shut up. I like free stuff. Very much like free stuff. But the deal is, it is it is a good thing we've got, a process we've got into our home now is that, yes, I really, at this point in my life, what could I possibly truly quote unquote need? I might want something. I might like something. For me, it's it's more of a, like an update. If someone is willing to give me something or donate something and it's nicer than what I already have, then I will take it and what I have gets given away. If it can't be used in in my family's vacation home or in my motor home, then it gets, gets given away so someone else can use it. That's sort of our little policy in this house right now. And our lives are not that different from that. You know, maybe our attention is being diverted to a new focus so we can find and experience another lesson. I spoke about on last week's podcast about the onion and how we don't need to go, Teal Swan talks about not uh, having to go search for trauma and things. It will, it's like an onion skin. We get rid of one thing and the next layer is there for us to work on. Well, what if we looked at it like that in this aspect as well? That anything that's being cleared out of our life is simply going to, being done or it's happening so that we can make room for the new, new lessons, new skills. You know, I've talked often about how the beginning of COVID, I spent that first year just learning everything in sight, how to video edit, you know, how do you, my podcast needed some uh, work kind of in the background, just, you know, office maintenance type of stuff and things that I just had never gotten around to. And I got on top of all those things. It was a little exhausting, but it was also quite exhilarating. And when we move ourselves forward, 
often actually, it is very easy to let other things fall away that aren't that relevant anymore, that are no longer needed. So moving forward and growing, dealing with layers as they come up, I think are all part of, you know, staying on track. You might feel like you've lost your place or, you know, your place in line, or you might feel that life just keeps, how does my girlfriend, uh, when I send a message to her, she goes, yep, life just keeps throwing us curveballs. It's like, mm-hmm. She always looks at that a little bit like it's a negative, And I'm like, but what are we learning? Plus, if life keeps throwing you the same stuff over and over again, you might want to listen <laughs> because maybe it's a lesson you're not learning. And that is kind of what can happen. If you, you got to, you know, you've got to learn to walk before you can run. And a lot of us get stuck and never learn to run. We're just walking different ways in different directions. But we never clear it, learn, and move on so that we can now run. If we can kind of accept that, you know, one picture is being erased so a new one can be drawn, then it may be easier to accept this next little bit because a lot of people really struggle with people coming and going in their lives, especially the going part. Now, I've kind of reached a point in my life with my energies and such that I just cannot maintain the level of acquaintances and friendships that I did when uh, I was younger and when I, before I was sick. I treasure like the, the dozen core people and out of those, there's six women that are really, really close friends, advisors, support networks in my, in my life. Now, sometimes uh, life circumstances, work, whatever change, people that maybe at one point were very close to you, your lives drift apart. Sometimes people leave your life altogether for a variety of reasons. That's not the point. The point is, are you okay with people coming and going? I really had to narrow down my focus of friends because I literally could not keep up, up with all the acquaintances. And as much as I enjoyed those people, I, I don't have it in me to give anyone what they need. In fact, I had to let go of a, a new friendship this last year and I felt awful because she's just a wonderful woman. If she needed me, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But a true friendship requires maintenance and gardening and attention, just like your marriage does. Uh, in fact, I was just having a conversation with a dear friend on a relationship where she was just feeling that, you know, they just weren't present for each other anymore. And then they spent some time to talk about it and everyone's all of a sudden showing up. Well, after 23 years with my husband, I can relate to that big time. There are times that when you are together with someone for a very long time, it is easy if you are not working at the marriage or working at a friendship and, and start taking it for granted that you will start to drift apart and there won't be as much meaning as there was when the friendship started. But at the same token, sometimes people are designed to just come into your life and then leave. Or why does someone come into your life later in life that all of a sudden you're like, my goodness, it's like I met my sister from another mister and, you know, why did I not know you for 25 years? Well, I wasn't ready in my life for a friend like that. I've got a new friend in my life like that over the past year or so. We do some work together and such and truly, I would not have been ready for the powerhouse that she is 30 years ago, where now I can meet her on more equal ground and we can help each other, support each other. And when I say support, I don't necessarily mean being each other's crutches. I truly mean I am here to hope and help you to win. 
those types of friendships. So when people are, you know, coming and going, we may feel irritable. We may kind of actually ache or feel hurt. And, you know, that actually can really manifest itself like an achy feeling in the body. And, and we doubt sometimes ourselves and, and even our journey. Like, what am I doing here? Why did this happen? Why is this not gone the way I, I thought it would? Well, can you stay in the question? That's the big thing. Can, can you stay in the question? Because you haven't lost your place. You haven't. It may feel like you have, but you truly haven't. We may doubt. Now, there's times in our lives, you know, when things are like really magical. And then when things aren't quite that, we, we start to doubt whether the magical way we were living was even real. Did I, did I misinterpret how my life was going? And by the way, is that ever coming back? Well, yes. Yes, it is. If you search for it, if it's a priority for you, it will come back. Just let the changes happen. Now, when that's happening, it is really important to take a little extra loving care of yourself. I'm struggling with this right now. I'm about to see a hip doctor in a week. I haven't done injections into my right hip that kind of keep my pain at a little more manageable level and allow me to be a little more mobile because I need to go into the surgeon with a, you know, clearly this is what I'm like without a whole bunch of intervention. And this is what's disabling in my life. I need you to see this, see me almost like at my worst. So what am I doing about that? I'm not feeling guilty right now. If I get up in the morning and once my students head out to university, I go soak in my bathtub in the middle of the morning. I kind of got out of the habit of that because it was like, no, okay, you need to get in your office. You've got things to do. You got, you know, there's a lot to handle. I am now giving myself permission to take a little extra care of myself until I get through what I'm going through right now. The magic in my life is not gone. In fact, I'm going through some, my husband and I are going through some huge changes right now. And they have been very stressful. But at the same token, we are also kind of excited about some things that are happening. And that excitement is what breeds the magic. And it can, it's different for every person. But for us, we recognize that this is just a shift we're going through. And we have to enjoy the now. Like last night, it was a Wednesday night, but we didn't care. We hadn't sat down and had some real one-on-one couple time in a few days. People were together and people have visited over the weekends and things like that. But just us and my husband sat down on the couch and just, you know, fill me in on the day, sweetie. And, and we want to talk about a certain subject. I said, you want a glass of wine? Don't usually do that in the middle of the week. I opened a lovely bottle of wine, enjoyed it, did some spitballing of some ideas, went through some things that were just, you know, are we both on the same page with this? When do we let this other item go? You know, when do we stop fighting against, you know, uphill on this item? It was a wonderful couple of hours. Then we had some dinner and laid out on the couch and watched a movie. We're big movie buffs, so I don't even feel guilty that I do that in the evenings. I, I used to just look at people that, what do you mean you watch TV five nights a week? I was always had something on the go. That's not my life anymore. And I'm okay with that. As long as I you know, feel productive during the day or that I'm taking care of what I need to take care of, you know what? It'll just, it'll fall in, it'll fall into place. These are the lessons that we learn. That means things are moving and movement is good. That's how I feel about, you know, conversations like we had last night. Things are moving. 
Movement is good. It's, it's good for my body when I get up off this chair and move around every 15 or 20 minutes so that I'm not locked up with my pain in my hip. It is good to be moving in other areas of your life. It is also important and it is good to stand still in the silence. However, this, this podcast is just more about accepting, you know, change and, and that worry that we, we tend to cling to often when we feel we're missing out. You're not. First of all, if I could really suggest this, there are so many uh, avenues out there. Just Google it. My goodness. You know, I, I was listening to someone speak the other day saying, you know, we live in an age of so much information. We have more information at our fingertips right now than a king or a leader of a country did even just 50 years ago. Us, just the average person living in their home. Isn't that incredible? And yet, so many of us have chosen to do nothing with it. We're glued to our devices, and it's all social media, which half of it's fake. It's all being um, censored. You've got to go look for what you want to know. The question is, what do you want to know? The reason I'm mentioning this is higher self practice, mindful meditation. It is brilliant and will change your life. And why I say that is, if you can learn to have a really good higher self connection, then you and your higher self can, you can be asking the questions, yes or no for this. And if you can trust the answer, once you've practiced, there's a whole kind of routine to it. When you've practiced and you feel confident in the practice, then no matter what happens, you may look at it and go, man, I really wish that had gone a different direction or feelings like I did when I was younger. I remember selling a property once and, you know, having the offers come through on this lakefront property. I was, we didn't accept an offer and then we weren't sure they were going to come back. And I was losing my mind. This is like 15 years ago. I was losing my mind that the opportunity that I'd screwed this up and I was going to cost my husband and I this deal. Oh my goodness. To have had the connection I have now where I could have just said, do I accept this deal? Yes or no. And then live with the consequences. It is so much easier to deal with life that way to say, Hey, clearly that wasn't for me. Doesn't mean something else isn't for me, but that just wasn't, or this is for me. And when something is for you also don't get bogged down in a bunch of guilt when someone else doesn't have what's for them. Everyone's on their own journey. I know that's kind of a strange thing to say, but there's, see, there's my, some of my family trigger stuff and things I grew up with were a lot of guilt. <laughs> You'd almost think I was raised like Catholic or something. You know, I used to always joke with my husband that you Catholics, you don't celebrate your faith, you mourn it. Well, it's, it's a joke from an old movie, but on, on the funnier side of that is we do, you know, sometimes when we've got parents that, you know, and, and relatives that guilt us and to get to getting us to do what they want us to do, that that's not cool. Don't do that to your children or anyone in your family or anyone in your life. Figure out what it is that you want. Don't hurt other people trying to get it and open yourself up to the magic and the miracles. You haven't lost your place. For now, it may feel like you can't find your place, but that's because your place is changing. Those are the words of Melanie Beattie. For now, it may feel like you can't find your place, but that's because your place is changing. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. 
Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>